I just want to say that we're sitting in a moment in history right now. But history does not feel historic when you're sitting in it. It just feels like another day. But that doesn't mean the moment is not, in fact, historic. I think this is the third reconstruction. The first reconstruction was freedom. That was after the Civil War. The second reconstruction uh, was um, access. That was during the Civil Rights Movement. Third reconstruction is right now. 2020 and 2030 um and that's opportunity for all hey what's up first of all i just want to say thank you for all the people that's listening chiming in on you didn't have to do it but you did it anyway so i appreciate you doing that Hopefully that way if we can learn how to agree to disagree and we can live like people. When I make the hard topics, I say the hard things, I make the thing itch scratch. So if your itch is not scratching and you're scratching on the itch, maybe you need to look yourself in the mirror. So I'm not here for no drama. I'm not here for no nothing. Just to learn, learn, learn and edify. This is from learning situations only. So I'm not here to get anybody's hairs up. So again, thank you. And hopefully we can agree to disagree. I'm about to get on their ass this time. I'm about to get on their wrong. The police could kill a man on camera and get qualified immunity. And I'm tired of beefing with my own kind. I'm trying to find some unity. Tired of the foolery. The system abusing me. I got to ride with the tool of me. This shit ain't cool to me. But I'll be damned if I let you niggas make a fool of me. So I keep two on me. Uh, I done came a long way from the block with breakdowns. Finally opened my eyes when I had my daughter. Got tired of them shakedowns. The way I survived the game is still pain in my heart. I got a lot to say now. And I'ma show my whole ass on these motherfuckers. I ain't about to play around. Whatever happened to freedom of speech? Cause they telling niggas what to say now. When guilty ass don't want to hear the truth try to act defend the shit pitiful if i was you i'd be miserable this war we fighting is spiritual in other words i'm doing god's work when i turn thoughts into artwork my words fly like darts work specifically designed to hit the target they don't even want to teach history the way it's meant to be because the shit is heartless i might not change the world but it's a chance i can spark the brain that's gonna get it started many die for me to walk like this for me to talk like this with the peace to market uh, got my eyes behind the scope and i ain't taking number here I got great aim, but my four five still came with a red dot. I got in this game, and I put this bitch in the headlock. Humiliating loss on the battlefield. Military experts worry Putin might lash out with chemical or tactical nuclear weapons. For more on what that would mean, here's CBS's David Martin. Russia could launch short-range nuclear weapons against Ukraine from aircraft from the sea or from the ground. Here's what it looked like back in the 1950s when the U.S. Army fired a nuclear artillery shell into the desert. So how powerful are they? Very wide range, everything from down to one kiloton up to tens of kiloton. The atomic bomb which leveled here to... How far is Russia from the USA? Pretty far, right? Well, no. 
We are used to this map where it seems like they are far apart, but in fact they are neighbors. The place where I am right now is part of the United States and it's only 88 kilometers away from Russia. You can literally see Russia from here. This is the state of Alaska, home to the Aleut and Inuit people, home to moose, bears, birds, and more than 100,000 glaciers. Yes, 100,000! Come visit Alaska and experience nature at its best. This is Alan's theory. Let's keep it creative. There's another one. How much food and drinks does Ohio produce? Like Budweiser, Coca-Cola, Nestle for starters. This is the, the, the headquarters, right? This is why they poison Ohio. They targeted Ohio because we feed everyone. This is coming from a post on a thread. We have over 1,000 food manufacturing companies. A small sample, Conagra. You know, you know what Conagra is, right? It's a massive food production facility. Iconic brands such as Birdseye, Duncan Hines, Healthy Choice, Marie Callender's, Ready Whip, Slim Jim, as well as emerging brands including Annie's. Annie's is a big one. Uh, Boom Chicka Pop. Uh, those are those um, popcorns and different things like that. Uh, Dukes, Earth Balance, Garden, Garden, and Frontiera. Uh, Anheuser Busch, uh, General Mills, Kellogg, Crafts, Heinz, ketchup. Heinz is what ketchup tastes like, you know, slow good. Oh my goodness. So are we, this is what's going to happen, guys. You're not going to want to buy any food that's produced after a certain date forever. In the, any of the, any of these brands, you better look at the dates of all food actually now. Any drinks that are being made from water in the area that are coming out of Ohio, there's, there's, there's very well-known brands of water and different types of uh, base, you know, supplies in, in our water, in our, in our bottled systems, whatever we're getting out of our, our, our drinks that are bottled, that could be coming out of Ohio as well. That's contaminated water because it's going into the water table, but, and that will not go away for a hundred years. Okay. You're talking carcinogens that are going to cause you cancer. And it's really bad on the liver is what I heard. It gives you liver cancer very quickly. This story, the fact that Fox is driving this story tells you so much about who Fox is and what other people think Fox is. You have a million dollar rail tycoon who's spreading so much money around Washington and Ohio that his lobbyists have done whatever they want to make these trains go as fast as hell. And this thing derails and spills these hazardous chemicals everywhere. He lights it on fire and then has his team go around knocking on doors saying, we'll test the air and the water if you sign this liability waiver. Hundreds of people have already signed liability waivers, so they're not going to be able to sue this shame. company. And the EPA is lying. The EPA never tested the water. The EPA never tested the air. You know who did the tests? The rail company that spilled this thing hired a private contractor mm -hmm. to do the testing. And the private contractor, the same contractor they hired during Katrina, the BP oil spill, every time a big industrial company does anything to the environment and to these nice neighborhoods, they hire the same company who says, everything's fine. Go back to work, go back to school. That's a huge scandal. 
and Biden's not here, Mr. Empathy, Mayor Pete's not here, and you wouldn't think Fox would cover this story, right? If everything you know about Fox, you know, corporate Fox doesn't care about the little guy, this reverses everything about the impression people have of this company. And this tells you a lot about who's telling the truth. Yeah, Except not... for you, people still see you. People still think I'm a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> okay, kids, I'm willing to do a 60-seconder on this. I'm in upstate New York. There's the sun. There's what's gonna block it in a minute. See all of that? That's all vinyl chloride. That's all the shit that blew up all the way out as far as you can see. Okay, it's blowing in off the lake. They got you focusing on the wrong thing. Go look at how vinyl chloride is made. It's made by putting two gases into the air and cooking them, kind of like the explosion. Then those gases go up, are collected, cooled off, and then they reform a liquid, which you have to have a hazmat suit and a respirator to even touch. Now, all of that shit, they've got you defocusing on the water diluted it if it hit water you're okay like the lady said but what you're not looking at is when all this good afternoon how are you guys so i just came across a very interesting document that i felt was necessary to share so this comes from jasarahelp.org and it is an 88 page document explaining the rollout of Nasara Jasara, the National Economic Stabilization and Recovery Act. What I find very interesting in this document is it breaks down our new currency, which is gold and silver, in the exact denominations, and who is allowed to produce them, which is now the Treasury. It also goes into explaining the Federal Reserve has now been changed to a Federal Reserve directed by a board of directors, which is accurate. I jumped on the website and checked. There's a Federal Reserve Board of Directors. And in the Nassara paperwork, it also states that they're going to be changing the name to a treasury. No longer a Federal Reserve, it's gonna be a national treasury. In addition, the coin denominations, if you go to the Mint website, and then you go to the Jasara paperwork. The denominations of the gold coins line up identically. It's very interesting. So on the mint, you can purchase a one troy ounce piece. You can buy a one tenth ounce piece. You can buy a five dollar piece. And it matches up identically to Nisara Jasara. So, hypothetically speaking, what if this entire crazy movie we're watching isn't exactly accurate and not what is happening behind the scenes. What if Nasara Jasara is fully activated? What if it's going to be announced this month? I think we're in for a wild ride, guys, and this is nothing but good for us. That's the best part, is the media is playing all these negative narratives, and it's not, it's not what they're portraying it to be. It's going to be so much bigger and so much better for all of us. But I highly recommend it. Check out jasarahelp.org and then the U.S. Mint website and match up what is available for sale on the Mint's website versus what is advertised on Nasara Jasara. Very interesting. An alien invasion in New York City. We can report that. The mysterious blue illumination scared many people while lighting up social media.
It's not supposed to look like that in the night sky. The New York City skyline was mysteriously illuminated last night. It's flashing. It's the sky. Looks like the end of the world or something. With a glowing shade of blue. What's going on in the right now? Turning others to social media for answers. Like an alien attack. It looked like a UFO coming like, from the sky. It was scary. If you could be that goes An alien invasion. A small town to make a big impact. Yeah, East Palestine's excited to make an important medical device available to all 4,700 residents. I told you about it in October, and Sunday there's a special meeting to share more or start signing up. The My ID program is ready to roll out in East Palestine. It's a medical information system which helps first responders provide care. And it gives us that rapid information that they need to simply be on response for having some kind of medical emergency. My ID provides wearable devices or T-FOBs which have QR codes. Emergency responders use a camera phone to access important medical information. It shows them the underlying medical conditions you've supplied about allergies, medications, even emergency contacts. That information could impact treatment decisions if a person can't say it. All of the information is HIPAA compliant. My ID is available in East Palestine in Unity Township. The fire department will demonstrate it to other departments which provide backup. My ID can be used anywhere. Sunday, residents can learn more during a special meeting at the East Palestine Community Center. We want to bring people in to get um, signed up to pick their device if they want. Um, and just so we can see what, how, who all is interested in it. People who are ready can sign up and pick their device. It's free. The village is $5,000 in donations to cover the first phase of 250 devices. Anybody that's skeptical, please come on down and sit down and talk to us. We'll be happy to show you everything that goes on with it. We'll be happy to show you how secure it is. Now, people who sign up Sunday could get their devices within a couple weeks, and that's when my ID will go live. Any phone camera can open. That's a big impact. Yeah, he's palace. I don't ask for help, but I'm going to ask for help. And I'm going to ask for TikTok to do its thing. With regards to the train derailment in Ohio, Anyone in North America right now, stay out of the rain. There's reports coming in from Nebraska that it's eating shit, that people's skin in the rain. Stay out of the rain. The idea that we're going to send in offensive equipment and have planes and tanks and trains uh, going in with American pilots and American crews, just understand, and, uh, don't kid yourself, no matter what you all say, that's called World War III, okay? Let's get it straight here, guys. That old expression, don't kid a kidder. Yeah, that's World War III. So ahead of Biden's tank announcement, the Russia, uh, the Russians already knew what was coming, they're not stupid, and launched the uh, Russian frigate, the Admiral Gorshikov, which is armed with an arsenal of nuclear-capable hypersonic missiles. Here's the map. This uh, Admiral, this frigate, is now sailing westwards, right towards the United States. 
with nuclear weapons, hypersonic missiles. Um, so, and we've already seen reports that near Hawaii, etc. So, so much for cooler heads prevailing in any of this. Not going to happen. But when you have Germany coming out declaring that we are at war with Russia, we're at war with Russia, and here's the tanks to prove it. So these tanks will show up. We just got reports a few minutes ago that the hundred or so older Leopard tanks are coming in through Poland. Those should be arriving like within the next day or two. And Russia has already said, hey, when these things arrive, they will be destroyed the moment they arrive. So, yeah. well, okay. what a what a way to ultimately thank them for what they did in World War II. You know, the Russians <laughs> liberating and helping them. Like, right. thanks for the help, but you know what? Now we don't like you. Right, and these are the same leaders that t are telling us that we can't drive gas-driven cars, uh, right. but marching this weaponry, gas-powered oh. weaponry, yeah. straight into battle to be released into the atmosphere. So I don't wait till you hear this upcoming report about electric vehicles. It's going to make you even matter when you realize. They want you to walk, like literally researchers are saying, yeah, EVs are not going to actually get us where we need to go, but you can start walking more often. We're going to build cities for you to walk. Live in East Palestine, Ohio. Um, my home and my business, separate buildings are both located within throwing distance of the train derailment. And, uh, the water, the creek is where most of the smell comes from. If you get closer to the creek, which runs through town, it stinks and it burns your eyes. My family and I, my wife and two kids, we have an Airbnb we've been living out of since this happened last Friday. This is the first time I've been home in a week because I had to leave my two small dogs here. They're okay. I just, uh, you know, I had to come feed them. We still have a mortgage on this house. We were pretty well paid off, well more than halfway paid off, but you know, that was based on the value at the time. But it's worthless now. I mean, who's gonna buy a house next to a train wreck? I own the less engines. The brakes in here. This is all the work in progress that I can't do. And this is the worst smelling part because it actually has a real ceiling. This is all customer stuff except that that's one of my son's bike. The creeks break my back door, you open it up, there it is. You know, and they got the guys in the hazmat suits and respirators still back there cleaning it. So I don't really know what we're gonna do. We don't plan on coming back. My wife's a nurse, so she's not hit, taking any chances with you know, the chemicals and just because we don't know. You know, the side effects of what was spilled and burned off. We're trying to get, you know, somewhere more permanent to live and one step at a time, I suppose. We don't know what they are. What's different about the last two weeks is that we've started shooting them down. But we can't find the remnants except for the, 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 uh, the, the spider. And that's what I took away from the hearing today. They are lost. They can't find them. The, the remnants are in very difficult terrain, low temperatures, uh, lots of inclement weather, and they're looking, but they haven't been able to find them. Except for these five women. Well, I think that given where we are and the impression that, that this is some sort of uh, circumstances that, that's happened in the last couple of weeks, I think at, at a minimum our director of, of national intelligence uh, should, should go in front of the American people and explain what we know what we don't know without 
without uh, divulging any classified information. But this, it's clear to me, this is not a recent, recent uh, phenomenon. And why do you think the administration waited until now to start bringing this to light? I don't know. I don't know. Roger Marshall said he feels like a fear mongering, it's intentional fear mongering. I don't know. I don't know. I just know that, that going into this, the last two hearings, I had the impression that this was uh, uh, something that, that had happened over the last two weeks. And that's not accurate. This has been going on a long time. Did they give an explanation as to why they're shooting them down now? Why no, they, decided they did not. Yeah, some are saying that it's a wagging of the dog to improve approval rating. I don't care to speculate on that. I, I just know that uh, um, we need some more transparency. I understand the need for, for national security secrets. But uh, now that this cow is out of the barn, uh, the president and the director of national intelligence needs to address it. <laughs> Actually, guys, we have a Fox News alert. We are monitoring some breaking news for you. Officials with NORAD have detected another, quote, high altitude airborne object over northern Canada. NORAD confirming this information to the outlet Global News and a statement saying, quote, we have positively identified a high altitude airborne object over northern Canada. While we cannot discuss specifics related to these activities at this time, please note that NORAD conducts sustained dispersed operations in the defense of North America through one or all three NORAD regions, um, adding that the military aircraft are currently operating from Alaska and Canada in support of NORAD activities. Now, you may, I'm sure you're thinking about this, that this is the latest object coming just days after NORAD detected another unidentified object over Alaska. That object was shot down by an F-22 fighter jet. So again, NORAD is saying that they have detected yet another high altitude airborne airborne object over northern Canada. We will continue to follow this breaking news and have expertise uh, analysis uh, coming up for you. Stay right here. My stitch is too long so you can't hear this part. It's just a creek with a bunch of dead fish. We really need to talk about the train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio, because there's just all these indications that it's a lot fucking worse than what we're being told. For those of you who don't already know, about 50 cars in a Norfolk Southern train derailed in East Palestine, Ohio a couple of days ago. Many of those cars were carrying hazardous materials, including a couple that were carrying vinyl chloride, an extremely toxic substance, and those cars had been exposed to fire. It is a genuinely, really fucking bad situation, right? In the midst of this, they were evacuating tons of people because all of these toxic chemicals were getting released into the air and there was all sorts of potential problems regarding faulty pressure release valves and what have you, right? But now the media and our government is kind of doing this really cautious, like, ah, it's, you know, we're handling it. It's under control thing. And they're saying residents can like return to their homes and stuff, right? But there's a lot of indications that it's like not okay, nor remotely under control. Like this woman, who lives like 10 miles away from the spill site, who reported to her local news that all of her chickens in her chicken coops just fucking died, and she sure as hell thinks it has something to do with that spill. Or that video you saw, where tons of fish in the water were just fucking dead. Or reports from fox rehabilitation keepers saying that a lot of their foxes around the site just started getting sick, and some of them even dying, really horrifically, to be totally honest. 
There were also reports in at least one news story that I read that said that like house cats and some birds that had been kept indoors that hadn't been evacuated with people when they came home were just fucking dead. Oh, by the way, um, livestock people around the area are genuinely concerned that some of this stuff could have like seeped into the groundwater and could affect all of their fucking cattle and shit, right? All of these stories put together are painting a picture that things are definitely not okay or under control despite what we're kind of being told, right? Like, I realize I'm gonna sound like a conspiracy theorist saying this, but all of this has, like, massive government cover-up vibes. But also, when you consider that they fucking arrested a reporter for trying to investigate the spill, I, I don't know if it's that much of a conspiracy theory at all. By the way, uh, we know exactly who to blame for this because the Biden administration, more specifically Pete Buttigieg's transportation department, decided to side with rail corporations and not make them like fix and update what were pretty outdated braking systems on their trains. So yeah, like we're looking at what could be like a possible environmental catastrophe in Ohio, right? Um, and I feel like we should be paying a lot of fucking attention to that. Because as it stands, it really doesn't seem like the news is. So yeah, uh, something to think on. As always, have a great day. Good afternoon, everyone. Thanks very much for your patience while we were delayed a little bit. Uh, I have a few things to talk about up top, and then we'll get right to your questions. Uh, so first of all, to add to information already provided earlier by the White House, at the direction of the President of the United States, fighter aircraft assigned to U.S. Northern Command successfully took down a high-altitude airborne object off the northern coast of Alaska at 1.45 p.m. Eastern Standard Time today within U.S. sovereign airspace over U.S. territorial water. On February 9, North American Aerospace Defense Command detected an object on ground radar and further investigated and identified the object using fighter aircraft. The object was flying at an altitude of 40,000 feet and posed a reasonable threat to the safety of civilian flight. U.S. Northern Command is beginning recovery operations now. U.S. Northern Command's Alaska Command coordinated the operation with assistance from the Alaska Air National Guard, Federal Aviation Administration, and the Federal Bureau of Investigation. We have no further details about the object at this time, including any description of its capabilities, purpose, or origin. The object was about the size of a small car, so not similar in size or shape to the high-altitude surveillance balloon that was taken down off the coast of South Carolina on February 4. Collapse comes, the FDIC admits that they will send out an announcement. So get ready for this. They admit they will send out an announcement and they will tell us not to use money. This is how that's going to go down. They tell us that they plan on telling us on a Friday night See if you can guess why they would tell us on a Friday night that the banking system has collapsed. There are a lot of things we've been thinking about, and what we want to hear from you today is what your what you think what the priorities would be in order to go about setting expectations appropriately in public about how we would execute Title II. So that if and when we do have to have that announcement on, on Friday night, ideally Friday night, um, that people are in a position to receive it, understand it, and say, yeah, that works. Um, and we can see how this will happen. Of course, there will be doubters, but there's a lot of things going on. So Friday night, of course, in the banking system is closed. So people all weekend can just be at home freaking out because, oh, wait a minute, I just, what's going to happen with my money? Yeah. My bank's going, like, we're in this economic, just, what the hell are you going to do about my money? It's gone. They're admitting, like, this is coming. Accusing spirit. A man is not awake until his own spirit accuses him when he's a wrongdoer. A moral awakening needs to happen among us.
I want you to hear me because you've been looking too hard at the white man and too soft at yourself. But if we got our act together, we could force him and he would bow down. He would bow down. Where's the love? She asked the question. It's a good question. How can a parent show love to a child? Listen to me carefully. When you've got to remove the child from your breast and go to work and put your child on a formula that never equals what is even in the breast of a sick mother. Then you wed your baby to a plastic bottle while the mother is trying to get some money to feed that child because her father made her pregnant and ran off and left her. Where's the love? Where's the love when you've got to warehouse your children and they become more uh, uh, um, friendly to things like a teddy bear, a dog, there's not human interaction. This is a society that has degenerated to the point where love is absent, even among those who think they love. Why won't you touch your child? Why won't you tell your child that you love them? Because in reality, the lifeblood of love is being sucked out of us and we are fighting to survive in a loveless world. And I say this with deep humility, unless we all come back to God, unless we all recognize that without our connection to God, nothing can be successful. He is the supreme educator, but he's kicked out of the public school system. You can't pray. Well, why would I send my child to a school that does not even recognize God when he is the author of all that you think you know? So this is why you have to connect education to the violence, the lack of opportunity to the violence, and the lack of love. And how can you love in conclusion? what you don't know if you don't know yourself you can't love yourself and nowhere in america's educational system are black and brown children made to know who they are their connection to the supreme being their connection to one another so you can't love what you don't know so jesus said Love your neighbor as yourself. Well, how many of us in here as mature adults know the neighbor next door, show love to the neighbor next door in the church, in the mosque, in the synagogue? We don't show love. There's more love in the gangs than there is in the home with their siblings. There's more love in in an institution that's fighting against alcoholism and drug addiction. It goes beyond race or color. You find people in these institutions genuinely loving each other because they're struggling to overcome a sickness, a disease. Love is absent in the church. 
I'm sorry love is absent in the mosque. Love is absent in the synagogue. Love is absent in the home. Love is absent between males and females in our relationship. And love is absent because God is absent in our lives. And that's why the scripture says God is love. And if we don't love one another, we don't know God. And if we loved one another, the violence would go down. The level of education would come up. The answer to all of our problems is bringing us back to a proper relationship with our creator. Thank you very much. Let's get it. Have you ever been hungry and can't eat? Have you ever been thirsty and can't drink? Have you ever been tired and can't sleep? What would you do if you knew you were all three? I've been down and now when nobody cares. Mm-hmm. Rain falls down, you ain't got no choice but wet. Yeah, yeah. Cause it's a hard life, it's alright Gotta get back up somehow, don't count me out Hard life, it's alright Gotta get back up somehow, don't count me out Hard life, it's alright Nigga, get back up, you gotta fight Boss T NATO is freaking out right now about Russia and China, about Putin and Xi Jinping and that alliance. NATO and the West are openly admitting this week that power is slipping through their fingers. The power dynamic is shifting right before their eyes and there's very little that they can do about it. And they're doing this with their words and actions right now. They're getting desperate. It's like watching a toddler falling on the floor crying because they're not getting their way. We've all been there. We'll have some more evidence of this in just a moment. But first, a lot of news items happening over the past few hours that I want to bring to your attention because I think they're incredibly important. First up, NATO, led by the United States, is getting desperate. If you need proof, just look at their bullying of Turkey over the last 24 hours. Now, Turkey is a country that said it would not support Sweden's membership to NATO after that Koran burning incident. Remember that? Well, how did that sit with the deep state people running NATO? We're now seeing politicians get the votes that they needed to send fighting jets, new fighter jets, to Ukraine. These fighter jets will be used, they hope, to not strike deep within Russian territory. Germany is reaching out to Ukrainian uh, ministry officials and saying that they must not use the new weapons that they are getting, the new ammunition, to strike deep within Russia. Russia has said even striking Crimea is an act of war one that will be covered under the blanket of nuclear protection for the Russian nation. This is a trying time for us. Poland is reaching out and saying that they must do everything that they can to prepare for a Russian North Korea said Sunday its latest intercontinental ballistic missile test was meant to further bolster its fatal nuclear attack capacity and threatened additional powerful steps over upcoming military drills between the United States and South Korea. The United States responded by flying long-range supersonic bombers in a show of force later Sunday for separate joint exercises with South Korean and Japanese warplanes. 
Saturday's ICBM test, the North's first missile test since January 1, signals its leader Kim Jong-un is using his rival's drills as a chance to expand his country's nuclear arsenal to get the upper hand in future dealings with the United States. An expert says North Korea may seek to hold regular operational exercises involving its ICBM. North Korea said Sunday its latest missiles on display. How significant are they? What is significant, I think, today is the number of these missiles. So North Korea has paraded what we think is around a dozen of its most powerful missiles, its newest intercontinental ballistic missile. Russia has deployed nuclear-capable warships in the Baltic Sea for the first time in 30 years. The tactical nuclear weapon armed vessels are a particularly serious threat. Clearly, this was an attempt by China to gather information to defeat our command and control of our sensitive missile defense and nuclear weapon site. The country has increased its enrichment of uranium to 60%. Increased levels of uranium enrichment means Iran is inching closer to attaining nuclear weapon-grade uranium. The importance of nuclear weapons for Russia has increased significantly since the start of the war in Ukraine. Tactical nuclear weapons are a particularly serious threat. It has the potential to overwhelm U.S. defense systems. Hi folks, Canadian Prepper here. Today on the channel we have Kai. The U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken on Saturday warned top Chinese diplomat Wang Yi of consequences should China provide material support to Russia's invasion of Ukraine, saying in an interview after the two met that Washington was concerned Beijing was considering supplying weapons to Moscow. The top diplomats of the two countries met at an undisclosed location on the sidelines of a global security conference in Munich, just hours after Wang scolded Washington as hysterical in a running dispute over the U.S. downing of a suspected Chinese spy balloon. Relations between the two countries have been fraught since Washington said China flew a spy balloon over the continental U.S. before American fighter jets shot it down on President Joe Biden's orders. The dispute also came at a time when the West is closely watching Beijing's response to the Ukraine war. Blinken said the United States was very concerned that China is considering providing lethal support to Russia and that he made clear to Wang that would have serious consequences. All in the bottom of the creek bed. They don't want you to see the true disaster that is actually happening before all of us. A disaster that is seen by me with my own eyes yesterday when I traveled to East Palestine, Ohio. And we went to East Palestine, Ohio. Uh, with the full understanding that sometimes things get blown out of proportion in the media. We went to East Palestine, Ohio, with the predictive understanding that people need clicks and people need headlines, and that perhaps this is something that is being blown out of proportion. We had to see for it ourselves. So we hopped on a plane to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, which is the closest airport, got in a car yesterday, and we drove to East Palestine, Ohio, ladies and gentlemen. Let me tell you this, the government is lying to you. They nuked a town with toxic chemicals and now they are forcing this predominantly poor, working class, Trump supporting town to live in toxic filth 
with despicable water supply, air quality, soil, all of it, putrid, all of it, untenable and unlivable. The slaughter of animals is happening wholesale, and there is a massive cover-up unlike anything I've ever seen going on right now. This is why they don't want any further attention to this area. Giving the federal aid would give this area the attention that it so deserved, but Joe Biden decided not to do that. Joe Biden yesterday said that through FEMA, uh, there will not be any emergency relief for this area of Ohio because they voted the wrong direction in the 2020 election. If this was happening in an area that had some type of political advantage for them, boy, they'd be sending the entire military into this town. Mike DeWine, the governor of Ohio, asked for assistance from FEMA, but FEMA told DeWine that they're not eligible for assistance. This broke yesterday. The Biden administration turned down the request for federal disaster assistance from Ohio Governor Mike DeWine in the aftermath of the train derailment in a state earlier this month that led to a large release of toxic chemicals. The Federal Emergency Management Agency told Ohio's government that it was not eligible for disaster relief to help the community recover from the toxic spill. Now, why? FEMA explained that the incident didn't qualify as a traditional disaster, such as a tornado and a hurricane, for which it usually provides assistance. Here's Mike DeWine's tweet on this. The DeWine Not anymore. So let's just take a look at what's going on here. We have the IMF saying, hey, you know, yeah, we probably should prepare for World War III in a roundabout way. They said we need to prepare for the unthinkable after COVID and the situation in Ukraine. We have the Ukrainians saying we got a surprise for Mr. Vladimir on the 23rd and 24th. Apparently, that's when they're telegraphing that uh, the Russians are going to invade and do a massive big invasion. We already know they already invaded. They're going to do their big, long-anticipated offensive. Victoria Newland is saying, you know what, just, just start firing missiles at Crimea. Let's just get this World War III thing started. We have the Russians responding and saying, if Kiev strikes Crimea, all of Ukraine is going to be on fire. So we got some critical turning points coming next week. Many people think that Putin is going to announce an intensification of the conflict and a whole lot more. We got Belarus in there like a dirty shirt. We're going to talk about that in just a minute. But first, we got the WHO convening an urgent meeting over the Marburg virus. Apparently, this has been spreading to multiple countries in Sub-Saharan Africa has a kill rate of 88%. I believe the incubation period is around five days or so. So it does have the potential to spread. And if that thing spreads or gets airborne or some craziness like that, then who knows? I mean, we're probably all screwed. We're probably all screwed anyways. But hey, we're here for a short time, not a long... Or no, we're here for a good time, <clears throat> not a long time, right? Is that how the song goes? So, you know, we're on borrowed time anyways, guys. You know what? In all seriousness, don't let this stuff keep you up at night. It's outside of a lot of our control. The best thing you can do is what you're doing, and that's prepping. I'm just here to keep it real with you, all right? We have a mass death of sea lions from bird flu, suggesting the virus might be spreading between mammals in the wild. Now, recall, just a few weeks ago, I was talking about this and I said that what's happening is that wild birds are catching this, they're dropping dead from the sky. The fox or the coyote, the bears, the wolves, they come by, they're like, mm, you know, free lunch. So they gobble up this saturated carcass filled to the brim with virus, 
the more mammals that get this virus that consume these dead birds that are dropping from the sky, the greater the likelihood that it's going to be transmissible within that species. Once it makes the jump to one mammal, it's more likely to jump to other mammals. Because recall, it's the avian flu, not the mammalian flu. Once it makes that jump, then the likelihood that it's going to be transmitted from human to human increases substantially and that's why guess what they're starting to say you know what we need to do something to prepare for this and they're already starting to suggest more gain of function research can you believe it do we ever live in a clown world or what on the ukrainian war front go on North Korea on Friday denounced planned U.S. and South Korea joint military exercises, warning that they would face unprecedentedly persistent and strong counteractions. The foreign ministry in a statement also criticized the UN Security Council, urging it to play its role in international peace and security, rather than becoming a tool for the U.S. illegal hostile policy toward the Democratic People's Republic of Korea. We give a serious warning and strongly denounce the fact that the UN Security Council put the just right to self-defense of a sovereign state only on the table of its discussion in favor of the US, oblivious of its main principle for justice and impartiality, the statement said. North Korea's latest warning came after a meeting earlier this month in Seoul between US Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin and his South Korean counterpart Lee Jong-sup during which the two sides agreed to bolster the level and scale of this year's combined military exercises and training. Washington and Chul also agreed to collaborate closely in the future to ensure that U.S. strategic assets are deployed in a timely and coordinated manner. If the U.N. Security Council continues to be inveigled by the U.S. as the latter wishes, the Democratic People's Republic of Korea will be compelled to reconsider measures for additional actions, to say nothing of the category of normal military activities, in protest against the U.N. Security Council, which is being reduced into a tool for the U.S. unilateral pressure on the Democratic People's Republic of Korea, the foreign ministry said. If it is the U.S. option to show its muscle and counter everything with muscle, the same is true of the Democratic People's Republic of Korea's option, the ministry warned. The best engineers from the U.S. military have admitted that they've created something so advanced that it could destroy everything around. No, it's not some huge bomb or colossal tank, as you might have suspected at first. It's the most powerful laser in the world, capable of splitting metal into atoms. This latest development is known as the Tactical Ultra Short Pulsed Laser. The technology was discovered by military engineers back in the 1970s, but now the U.S. Air Force has successfully transformed this discovery into a revolutionary and highly versatile weapon system that can be integrated into a range of different military platforms. Its emergence has already caused quite a stir in the defense industry because the system has already passed a number of tests and is now expected to be deployed in the field in the near future. That is a fundamental change for laser weapon systems, which here to date have been prototypes. This powerful American laser can destroy any target in three seconds. 
So what's the secret? The tactical ultra short pulse laser is unbelievably powerful. It can generate a beam so intense that at its peak can reach heat values up to a million times hotter than the sun. It uses a high energy beam of light to deliver powerful precision strikes to its target. When activated, the laser generates a series of ultra short pulses that are directed at the target. These pulses are unlike anything you've ever seen before. They can cut through steel and other materials with ease. Most fascinating is the spiral reaction that it causes after impact. I'm sure you've never seen anything like it, and here's how it works. The laser beam causes a shockwave that travels through the material, expanding it and creating a small explosion on the surface. The shockwave then vaporizes a small amount of material from the surface, creating a clean, precise cut. Everybody was very excited by that ability. But like any high-energy weapon, this high-tech laser generates a lot of heat, enough to damage the system itself, or at least reduce its effectiveness. Therefore, this complex has been equipped with reliable, modern cooling systems to ensure operation with maximum efficiency. Putin sends two blackjack nuclear bombers near the United Kingdom as a message to the West only hours after circling the United States. As a warning to the West, Russia has flown two supersonic blackjack nuclear bombers near to the United Kingdom. It occurred mere hours after Vladimir Putin deployed his strategic aircraft near U.S. airspace over the Bering Sea. As Russia prepares to commemorate the first anniversary of the catastrophic conflict in Ukraine on February 24th, the steps are regarded as a message to the West. Putin's dictatorship and its propagandists have issued grim warnings about the deployment of nuclear weapons if he loses the conventional battle, coinciding with the big two 160 white swan flights. According to the Russian Defense Ministry, two aircraft patrolled the Norwegian and Barents Seas during a 13-hour operation that included in-flight refueling. It said, two two 160 strategic bombers conducted a planned fly over neutral waters in the Barents and Norwegian Seas. This flight occurs after two Russian 295 Bear bombers and 30 Russian fighter planes flew near Alaska on Tuesday. In the meanwhile, the NATO scrambled fighter planes to intercept three Russian military aircraft near to the Polish border. The 2160 NATO reporting name Blackjack is a Soviet-era supersonic bomber with variable sweep wings that carries strategic missiles. These aircraft, together with the 2-95 Mega Siemens bombers, constitute the backbone of Russia's long-range aviation. The 2-160M is intended to use nuclear and conventional missiles against distant adversary targets. The deployment of Russian nuclear-armed warships in Norway. The northern fleet of the Russian military has deployed tactical nuclear weapons, according to a report provided by the Norwegian intelligence service on Monday. In its yearly report, the spy service noticed the existence of the armaments aboard the warships. This is thought to be the first time in 30 years that the fleet has set sail with nuclear weapons on board. A significant portion of the North Fleet's nuclear capabilities are housed aboard its submarines and surface boats, according to the research. The Norwegian intelligence report went on to detail the very grave danger posed by Russia's tactical nuclear weapons to NATO nations. In addition, Russia has undersea capabilities, anti-satellite missiles, and cyber tools capable of threatening Norway and NATO, according to the assessment. During the Cold War, the Northern Fleet of the Soviet Union often deployed with nuclear weapons, according to Politico. 
The most recent development, however, apparently marks the first time that the Russian Federation has equipped these ships with nuclear weapons. As Russia's military expenditure is projected to expand by well, on January 25th, the Biden administration announced that it would be sending Abrams tanks to Ukraine, which is an obvious escalation of this war, something that President Biden said would lead to World War III. Apparently, that is out the window. But maybe lost in this whole story is what type of munitions will be used by these Abrams tanks. Remember those depleted uranium munitions that were found in Iraq, which, of course, maybe led to all sorts of birth defects in Iraq. We're not going to show you the images because they're absolutely horrible, but you can definitely do an internet or a Google search for depleted uranium birth defects Iraq if you want to seek out what those images look like. You'll see what I'm talking about. They're hard to look at. We might be seeing similar scenes playing out in Ukraine before long. Redacted correspondent Dan Cohen has this story. Dan, this is an obvious escalation. What did you find out about these munitions and about these Abrams tanks? Yeah, Clayton. So when these tank deliveries were announced, the White House was asked in a background press briefing if it would be sending depleted uranium munitions. And the senior official that was on the line demurred and said, quote, I'm not going to get into the technical specifics. But a look at the Federal Pure Procurement Register shows two contracts for depleted uranium 120 millimeter armor piercing M829A4 munitions. These are made specifically for Abrams tanks. These contracts were first reported by the Bulgarian journalist Diliana Gaitancheva, who frankly is doing better reporting uh, on, the, on the US than most of, or all of, even the mainstream media. Yeah, she's amazing. What's is, she's, she's fantastic and, and doesn't, you know, just doesn't get the credit she deserves. What's especially notable about this is that these contract tenders were listed in uh, October and December, months before the Biden administration had announced it would be sending these uh, 31 Abrams tanks. Um, so it's it's kind of suspicious timing here. One, here is a second video for the day. And you know when we are releasing multiple videos in the day that things are truly heating up around our world. I started to get reports in about maybe 72 hours ago from individuals that say they're in the military and they provided some level of verification of that military status. We had other people come in and say, look at these screenshots from uh, text messages that they were having with their family members who are in the military. We have warnings in multiple areas of our armed services right now that we are going to be at war with China, not in two years, like the general of the United States military said recently, but within the next six months. In fact, Iran is supplying China with kamikaze drones that they expect them to use on Taiwan and on American aircraft that will be fighting against the Chinese Navy. We have warnings coming into Congress from all levels of the military and the uh, uh, service people that now work in the strategist departments of the public sector. And they are saying that we are at a dangerous point in our time right now. Now, this is, of course, concerning for you and me, because this is you want to talk about people warning about doom and gloom. You want to talk about people saying that, uh, you know, it's the end of the world. Guys, a war with China is literally the end of the world that you knew. Every store that you go to, whether it's a hair salon, a dentist, a doctor's office, a car repair shop, Walmart, a grocery store, Kroger, wherever you're going, 
a huge percent, more than half of the goods inside of that store are coming from China. It's in the Chinese government directive to not supply goods to a country that they are at war with. That means that as soon as the United States steps in to hold on to Taiwan, because they must, if the United States of America and the open Indo-Pacific version of NATO, that's the American allies, do not hold on to Taiwan, they will lose South Korea. They will lose Japan. They will lose everything in an entire, basically half of the world. Let me tell you, the people in power right now are not willing to let go of the grasp they have on the world's economy. There's two things that a government and politicians want out of life. They want to get more money and they want to gain more power. They never want to lose money and they will never accept losing power. And just like those old words talking about removing the second, uh, you know, the amendments from the, uh, the hands of the American people, taking the so-called projectile weapons out of the hands of the American people. And those very strong words that have been used over and over. Russia has deployed more coastal defense missiles near disputed islands north of Japan. Japanese officials reacted to this move and took a decision to call Russia a serious security concern of Japan. Russia deployed mobile coastal defense missile systems on a northern Kuril island, part of a strategically located chain of islands that stretch between Japan and the Russian Kamchatka Peninsula. The Russian ministry said that a military camp was set up on Paramusher with conditions allowing for year-round service, accommodation, recreation and food for personnel. Japan's chief cabinet secretary Hirokazu Matsuno said that the government will closely monitor the Russian military activity, adding it has been intensifying in the Far East regions. He said, the Russian military is accelerating its activities in the Far East, including areas surrounding Japan, as it continues its invasion in Ukraine. In the latest update of the Japanese national security strategy, Japan's government has revealed the plan to brand Russia as a country of serious security concern. Responding to the same, Russia told Israel that all countries supplying weapons to Ukraine should understand that they become legitimate targets for Russia's armed forces. The Kremlin has repeatedly warned of an escalation in the conflict as Ukraine's Western partners supply more weapons to Kyiv. Netanyahu said that he was looking into providing Ukraine with more than humanitarian aid while also pointing to Israel's complex relationship with Russia. Israel has relations with both warring nations and Netanyahu told CNN he would consider trying to mediate between Russia and Ukraine if asked. Uh, in containing it, it's going to be tough. Uh, it's not going to be easy, but I think with, with uh, I would say, a judicious use of force uh, and the willingness to uh, cooperate with the Palestinian Authority on security matters, I think we can control it. And that's my, my hope. I hope, the, I hope we succeed. We have in the past. We should now.
Kanye, get out. Exposing the sample, call him Kanye West. America gonna be destroyed, no doomsday threats. It's gonna get hit with ballistic missiles from Gog and Magog. You shouldn't have had liposuction, should have jogged the weight off. We the resistance, hear the bravery in my voice? You lied to us when you said slavery was a choice. Nigga must have smoked up a whole quarter piece. 1441, we was kidnapped by the Portuguese. When I hear the words, make America great again, all it means is make blacks and Latinos slaves again. You said Bush don't care about black people. When it comes to cooning, you're a Barkley and Shaq's equal. You was the realest spitter ripping the beat up. Now you in a sunken place, phone clicking the teacup. Yeah, learning you're a slave. Mom turning in her grave. Lyrical sermon on the page, just burning off the America mage. was great when they stole the land from the natives. It was great when they brought blacks over on slave ships. It was great when they prospered our free labor. It was great when burning our bodies was sweet savor. It was great when they could rape our women at will. It was great when they did our children like Emmett Till. It was great when firemen sprayed us with hoses. It was great when they killed all our modern day Moses. Could you cherish a place where we perished in hate? Then wear a hat that says you want to make America great. Your character's fake. Saying Trump represents freedom. He's eat him. He told cops when you stop, blacks mistreat him. Everything changed when you got with that ratchet thought. Your mom's casket dropped. Evil cerebral and rapid thoughts. The aftershock. You started tweaking off acid drops. High as an astronaut. I bet this shit happened to Travis Scott. Watch the throne. You really sold yourself a dream. It seems the people high as up got the lowest self-esteem. You made back on the road to hell. You should be wearing that hat that says you sold for sale. Yeah, look at all this backlash hate. First you backstab hold, then you backstab Drake. MK Ultra I stuck in your mouth wide. This ain't the same kumbaya from the south side. America was great when cotton picking with bloody fingers. It was great when we called Mexicans beaners. It was great when we didn't have a voice to speak. It was great when they fed us scraps, no choice to eat. It was great when they fed our babies to gators. It was great when they beat us before the taser. It was great in the 20s, 30s, and 40s. It was great when the media didn't cover our stories. Yeah, Deacon, AKA Five Lord, Sakari. All oh, praise you, how about Shimmy? I was shy. Hey, Kanye, man, get out. You out of pocket, homie. All the Jews, all the gems, all the jewels and gems you gave us about our history, all the social injustice that you spoke out about. And now this, this ain't the land of our rest. All right? We under curses, we Israelites. They're not for us, man.